Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. Now, not being sued by like five different rappers, the guy that played Carlton and uh, oh my, yeah. kid. <laughs> oh my god. I mean... <laughs> I am your host. That's a starter, I guess. <laughs> it's a starter, I guess, yeah. I'm your co-host. I'm one of your hosts. There we go. Uh, I'm Danny K. With me, I have my lovely assistant and co-host. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ren. Hi, I, I'm a co-host. I'm also a lovely assistant. Mm-hmm. Hello. He, he, I, in the short time I've got to know the guy, I agree every bit. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> He's... Oh, my God. I just knew if I was going to do a podcast... I couldn't do it alone because I'm an asshole. I needed somebody who's going to be nice enough to want to bring other people here, uh, to bring guests such as yourself, which is, uh, who are you again? Uh, I am Iron Road Gaming. Uh, most people call me Iron or Steven. <laughs> Steven's probably the easiest. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and apologize, apologize if this is a wonky episode. Um, <clears throat> I've been sick for like the last 48 hours with like terrible stomach issues. <laughs> Dude, unfortunately, we're kind of all like off today, to yeah. be honest, like I'm super sick too. I'm like, just, I'm managing. <laughs> yeah. I, I've basically been on a liquid diet of sports drinks and water and soup and like a little bit of like clear soda. Um, <laughs> so oh yeah. What do you, what's ailing you, Ren? Um, so I actually, I didn't get the chance to talk about this before we came in here. I kind of talked about it last night. Um, yesterday, like I had to go take someone to work and, uh, my neighbors were walking their dogs and they were like, oh, we'll walk your dog. And then I was like, okay, cool. So I left and I came back and they lost my dog. (gasps) So I spent four hours looking for him and I finally found him. But that's kind of why that that's essentially the reason. Seems good. Yeah. They lost your dog. Yeah, no, it's a really good day. It was a really wonderful day. Yeah. Iron, are you being ailed by anything? Yeah, some kind of uh, sore throat, congestion issues. Oof. It's like starting this morning, so it's just going to get worse, and I'm batting down the hatches for it. Oof. So we have our excuses for why this would be kind of an off episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that'll be great I believe I have full faith (laughs) easy yeah so with that you ready to start hell yeah yep uh do you want to start Randy do you want me to start or Iron do you want to start with uh you can go ahead and start yeah you can go ahead and start it's all good all right so I played this week so I was a dummy last week Mm -hmm. a big dumb dummy and forgot that Insurgency Sandstorm actually came out on the 12th. Big, big, dumb, dummy. Uh, <laughs> this is how I'm going to describe myself. It's a game I've been looking forward to forever. I They were planning on releasing it in September. Then they pushed it back into December, which is one big delay. Like mm-hmm. a solid like three month delay, um, yeah. which was very strange. But I finally got my hands on it. I finally started playing it. Um, And I was a huge, huge, huge fan of Insurgency, the original on uh, that was done in the Source Engine. 
Um, mm-hmm. In this one, it's <clears throat> you're not getting too much that's incredibly different with it in terms of how the game works. You know what the game, what the objectives are, the aesthetics of the game, the hardcore tactical uh, influences you get in this game. You're not getting anything that's really different. But you're getting some different aiming mechanics. You're getting, obviously, different graphics because this is done on Unity instead of Source. Um, and you're getting some other... Uh, you're getting some other thing, uh, classes and some other uh, unique mechanics um, that they got from their other games, um, like uh, Dave Infamy, where... <clears throat> like, so one of the biggest, um, biggest differences is that you have... Um, two classes, one is called commander and the other is, um, observer. And those two classes Mm -hmm. together, um, allow you to call in air support in a call of duty kind of way where you can bring in like smoke mortars or chemical mortars or an attack helicopter. They also have a vehicle, um, in the game, but because the maps are, you know, this isn't like a battlefield, you know, the, the vehicle aspect is a little on rails. You, know, you push the vehicle to a safe spot or, you know, you drive the vehicle to a safe spot. Somebody's on the gun or maybe you try to use it to flank around and, and um, hold off the enemies or whatever. Um, there's some other uh, interesting aspects to it that they've added, like uh, gas masks. Where smoke okay. will make your character cough and wheeze and hack. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this was actually something interesting that I noticed and I actually kind of enjoyed was that in the old insurgency, you know, you would throw a smoke into a room. And, you know, everything would just be covered in smoke. You wouldn't know where anything is or if anyone was in there. You know, you're basically right. only covering your own ass to make sure that you're not getting shot. Now you can tell if they don't put their, sm- their gas mask on, you can tell that somebody's in there. And if you have good enough headphones, you can tell where they are. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. That is really neat. So that was one aspect I really, really enjoyed. Um, another, like, neat little addition to it. The sound design... You know, in the original Insurgency, the sound design was phenomenal, and they just upped mm-hmm. their game with this. I mean, the guns sound realistic. The bullet snaps, you know, against, like, walls and ricochets. You know, it gives me... It, it took me back to those moments in the original Insurgency where, like, I would clench my asshole running into a room <laughs> because I could hear the bullet snaps next to me, and it just took me right back into it. You know, I'd hear like a bullet snap and I'm like, oh shit. You know, I kind of got, mm-hmm. I have like 514 hours in the original Insurgency. So my, I was kind of like not, <laughs> whenever I played the original Insurgency, I wasn't exactly afraid anymore. I just kind of got used to right. the noises. It brings you back. It makes you afraid again. When you hear the, you know, the snaps of bullets against the wall next to you as they whiz past your head. Um <clears throat> so yeah, the a lot of really interesting additions. Uh the game uh is $23, $25. So it's within that mm-hmm. range. You know, maybe a little bit more than what we usually talk about here, but not by much. In a game if it's on sale, definitely pick it up on sale if you're interested in these kind of hardcore shooters. Um Yeah. That being said, Man, I wish that I played the uh I wish I played the demo but yeah it was a week before yeah um that being said i do have a few things Uh, i think they'll probably fix it soon um gun selection is a little lackluster 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's not that many SMGs in the game at this moment. Okay. Um, which I'm a big SMG person. I really like having, you know, I'm a runner and a gunner um, and, a, and more of a twitch shooter than uh, what this game, what these kind of games usually have. Mm-hmm. Um, usually these games, you know, they're a bit more slow and, um, you know, slow and, you know, I, I hate to say this word because it's, I feel like every review just kept saying the word tactical. But that's kind of how right. it was, right? You know, it's slow. You're, you know, peeking your corners. You definitely, you know, with any sort of rifle, yeah. you want a two-time scope so you can have some sort of long-range engagement if you have to. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the tactical is kind of a buzzword uh, with the, with this game, but that's just the nature of these games, um, much like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um the some other aspects of the game that uh, I think maps probably could be one of them. Um, I'd like to see some more uh, maps soon ish. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> another thing uh, was there's a bunch of co-op mo- game modes available. Okay. Um, in the first one, like you know, so you have the the base co-op mode, horde mode. Um, is called Conquer, and that's you go from or a uh, checkpoint. Sorry, checkpoint. Um, so you go to, you know, you go to point A to point B, destroy point C, hold point F, you know, la di da di da di da. But there are a bunch of other game uh, co-op uh, game modes like Occupy in the original, where you would you know you'd hold a point, it'd just be you know a hold you know do that, um, or there was one called. Um, well, there's hunt, where it's just eliminate all of the AI, and then the other. Oh, I'm trying to remember it, but basically, you played as insurgents on a night map with you know, you, everyone started out with one crappy pistol, the Makarov, mm-hmm. and you would have you know, you'd go from checkpoint to checkpoint. You know, when you captured a checkpoint, everyone got a point that they could use to spend on and like an, a, a different weapon, right? Um. And you would just, you know, play survival, running around the map, killing security and trying to get to points. There's not that mode in this game, at least not that I've seen. <clears throat> so that's another thing I'd like to see, you know, more of. I don't know why, you know, we're not, we aren't, why there aren't those extra modes that are in there. And if it was just the time constraint thing or what. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are my things. Uh. I would like to see more guns added soonish. I'd like to see more maps soonish and more game modes soonish. Um, otherwise, the game is, oh, it's so incredibly fun. Um, it's it beautiful. honestly looks like a ton of fun. It makes me think more of just like a uh, a player-focused like Battlefield experience, which yeah. I'm super damn for. Like, yeah. I always really loved Battlefield, so this is kind of like hyping me up a little bit, yeah. <laughs> just a smidgen. Yeah, and what I like about, what I loved about the original Insurgency is... There's nothing that's behind a grinding wall, right? With battlefields, mm-hmm. you have to unlock weapons by playing more hours. You have what? everything in these games. You the way that your loadout works is you select your class, um, you know, in the UI when you enter a game. You then have weight and you have um, points, and so you balance out the weight and the points. You know, you may have like ten points, and that one gun might be three. With uh, two time scope being two points, 
Um, and then, you know, a smoke grenade might be, you know, one point, but the weight might be more. So you have to balance out your weight with the, um, relative to your points and try not to go over, uh, your weight. Otherwise you're going to be slowed down or you're not going to be able to take any, you know, not be able to take whatever gun or extra grenade or whatever, or extra armor, uh, with you. If you just load up on like a heavy gun. Sounds uh, very tactical. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it make, and that makes it like, it helps you make smart choices. Cause you have to think about, okay, well my class or my, you know, I'm a rifleman, mm -hmm. you know, what is my main goal here for this next point? Is my main goal to suppress from a distance? Is my main goal to charge? Do right. I want to be, do I actually want to be on the point? You know, if, and then if like you choose like the breacher class, you know, what's, you know, if one point is close quarters, do I take the shotgun or if one point is, you know, kind of cluster fucky, do I take the, um, SMG and do I take the, um, C4? And then if I don't want to take the C4 for the next point, what, you know, do I take flashes for the next? And well, if I yeah. have the extra weight or the extra points, do I swap to a gun that's a little bit more powerful? You know, there's a whole other yeah. aspect of these of these uh, games with that system that I really enjoy. Um, I only played a little bit of the commander in the observer uh, classes. Basically, if you're the observer, you're just be playing shadow to the commander. Um, you really are just like up in their ass because the observer has to be next to the commander for the commander's uh, orders to work for them to call in like uh, a helicopter or um, okay. a smoke grenade or something like that. Hmm. So if you want good points, I guess, I think you get more points for just simply being around the commander of your the observer. So if you want them points, <laughs> um, that's the only, that's the only thing. I don't think you really had um, any other options uh, really, except to just, try to protect the commander and really be up in there with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like the restrictive like play like that really helps with the diversity of the game more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like right, instead so of it just being so streamlined. Yeah, exactly. Versus it just being so streamlined where it's just like you have a gun, you shoot the guys at the end. That's just it. Yeah. I like, I really like having something like this where you actually have to choose and make choices and your choices do have some consequences. Like if I go in, with flashes, but I don't have any, like, I don't know, armor or something like that. That's pretty neat. I'm super down for that. Like, if I have to, like, make pros and con choices and decisions for certain places, mm -hmm. I'm super into it. Yeah, and you're not so locked... that's really cool. Yeah, and you're not locked into your loadout either. Mm -hmm. Right, so you can choose your loadout. Um, the other, I mean, the other aspect of it, um, there are, like, the competitive, you know, modes where it's, you know, one yeah. respawn. Uh, most game modes have they, they work on a wave system, so everyone spawns in on a wave. Mm -hmm. Um so there's also that to consider. Like in the other the uh original insurgency was notorious for this, where on certain maps you can watch waves spawn in and you can wipe out an entire team with an RPG. Oh. Um the, I haven't see. seen that in this yet. I think okay. it might be because the trolley speedy guys um, 
you know, haven't quite figured it out yet, or it might be that there's better map design for this. Um, <clears throat> one map that was really bad in the original Insurgency was called Sinjar, where point A was like this hill town, or this, you know, little town on a hill. Mm -hmm. The Insurgent spawn was up on a higher hill, and the security spawn was down in the valley in a bunker with two exits. So every so you could see, you could watch the security exit their spawn, and you could hit some you know pretty easy hits with an RPG, um, where you know for common like for common areas where they would try to run rush to the objective, um, mm -hmm. and then if you had decent enough snipers, they would just pick everyone else off that went to the lesser known exit. So that was, you know, like the bad map design uh, aspects that they, you know, struggled with. And I haven't seen anything that severe in this game yet, which is nice. Um, that being said, uh, the maps are really chaotic and everything just seems to kind of blend in right now for me. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm struggling to be able to like pick out enemies from the ambient uh, or from the, you know, oh yeah okay i got you from the backgrounds from the I'm backgrounds really like... yeah when i'm trying to like when i'm trying to find somebody who's shooting at me and i can't see them that's been mm -hmm. like really frustrating but i mean it's part it's part of the game right you know you're looking for the if they don't have a uh muzzle uh if they don't have a flash hider on it you know that's what you're looking for is a flash right um it so seems yeah. like it'd be a little more realistic that way too i mean with the camouflage that they use in, in actual battlefields and just mm -hmm. yeah Seems like a smart choice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoy it. The only other con that I have, and this is going to sound terrible of me to say this, mm -hmm. um, is on the security side, you can have a female character. The female okay. voice actress, holy cow, it just <laughs> <laughs> very, just not what I want to hear. Is I it just it was, stale? No, it would, it's, how do I say this without sounding like a total jackass? <laughs> I'm um, curious. Just let it go, man. Let her rip. She, it sounds louder than the, than the male voice actors. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. yeah. It just stands out more and it's very distracting and it's not, um, mm -hmm. oh no, it just takes me out of it. Yeah. Not to say that it's bad. It just, I noticed the female voice actor way more than I noticed the male voice actors. Um, that being said, like another thing I will say that they improved on was the voice acting. I'm pretty sure the voice acting from the original was done by one dude and the insurgent <laughs> and the insurgent voice acting was not good in the original. Mm -hmm. Um, much better in this one. Um, yeah, I a lot of great improvements, really. I, I can't say that enough. A lot of just really good improvements. Uh, like another thing that I can say they improved on. So if you played, um, sorry, I just got distracted by chat. <laughs> um, so like if you uh, if you played uh, the mode in the original where you had to like go destroy um, the enemy's cache, like their weapon cache. 
you had to mm. have either two frag grenades um you had to, or a single um a single incendiary or you had to have a c4 right those okay. are what you had to have to destroy it this one at least in the co-op mode um it lets you plant and then you just run off and then destroy you, you know you detonate it which is nice because that was one thing like if you guys if you you know planned out uh co-op and somebody you know died with uh yeah. with like you know you had and your, they were like your main bomb carrier for yeah. example yeah if you took like a demolitions person and they you know had the incendiaries or whatever they're gonna use mm -hmm. and they get taken out um it's a you know pain in the ass because you either have to like try to take it off their body and then you lose some of your equipment or right. like you have to like spend time finding it and then you get fucked by ai that um sometimes the <laughs> ai depending on the difficulty was kind of bullshit mm -hmm. um so yeah like i said a lot of great improvements i really do think if you're into these kind of hardcore shooters um wanting something a little bit more tactical than the than the battlefield or something like that this is definitely what you want this is what you want there to was the word yeah you said the magic word <laughs> battlefield <laughs> tactical oh tactical <laughs> get your oh, tactical God. flashlight with your tactical kitchen knife and your tactical uh 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 rolling pin um <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it looks like a ton of fun. That's basically just what I'm thinking. Like, it looks like yeah. a blasty blast. Um, you said it was like twenty five dollars, right? Yeah, some yeah, something in that um, okay. in that range. All right, yeah, it looks I might very end up high quality some price too. Yeah, for twenty five dollars, this actually looks like a really like solid experience. That being yeah. said, yeah, like if this is is this the only map or is there more? Because only more so maps. far, I've only seen one map. Okay. Well, the maps look very similar to each other <laughs> oh okay got you yeah that might actually okay they yeah all it's right. all supposed to be and that's like that is one thing that i was like mm, can we yeah make these i think this one so the other one very much um the other one very much looked like looked like it was supposed to be in afghanistan or um iraq right. so you had like a snowy map in the mountains you had a couple night maps that looked like you know mountain villages this one it very much looks like you are in northern iraq southern syria fighting isil <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah you know so all of the towns are just like that and you know the security teams you know you have what looks like kurdish fighters and you have um and you have you know uh western mercenary kind of folks or private right. military. And then the insurgents look like a bunch of assholes who joined ISIS. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Um, they all, they all you have the... There were more like diverse colors. Well, like, there have is... Have you a, ran into that thought? There is more... Um, there are cosmetics. So you actually... The only thing that you have to grind for is cosmetics in this game. Where you can get... Um, where you can get like different colored shirts. Uh, you can actually change your, you know male or female if you're on security um you know, right have a black security agent there's a couple other um security uh characters um but yeah you can have like a red and blue shirt uh on insurgents and 
um, your, yeah. um, I think you have a couple different, uh, I think the traditional word for it is kafia. It's a, it's that, uh, checkered, um, scarf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think there's kafias in there and otherwise you have different, um, different, uh, what is it? Balaclava? Is that the, <laughs> like the ski mask looking thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have different options for that and everything in that stuff too. Yeah. I just mean more in terms of like the map colorization because like yeah. it does make sense that it's this kind of color scheme. I'm just wondering mm -hmm. if like there's it's it's a lot of grays. I think it's a lot yeah. of grays and browns and it makes sense. But like I'm curious because I'm personally like I don't play this game very often mm -hmm. or like these types of games so often. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering like if you personally want like a more diverse color for like a specific map or something like that. I wouldn't mind or if you're, like okay with this. I wouldn't mind having like night maps. Mm -hmm. um, that would be that would be nice. I don't think we, I've seen night maps yet. Um, in terms of like color schemes or like settings, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing something that's a little bit more different. I get where the, what they want to portray in this, right? Yeah, because um, I get that too. I'm just wondering because like it's. So, for example, with like Battlefield or something like that, mm -hmm. a lot of colors are like repeated. So, for example, like these browns and these grays, but they also have like really colorful maps as well mm -hmm. that just like you don't really expect. So, like, yeah. there are certain like actual city maps and things like that. And I understand why that wouldn't necessarily be a thing in here, mm -hmm. but I'm wondering if like, I don't know, maybe like a map with more greens, for example. Yeah. Like, if it was at a, well, in like even, um, like the in the original one map called Pange, the way mm -hmm. the reason that map was colorful wasn't because of where it was at. It was because of the 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 lighting they put on it. You know, they put it, you know, either right. early dawn or late dusk. Um, yeah. So I would I wouldn't mind that just even like varying up the sky positions, even if mm -hmm. it looks, you know, and there's a couple maps in the original. Because um, I could easily see the map that we're seeing right now being a lot more interesting, like in the nighttime or like getting closer towards like the dusk mm -hmm. if that makes any sense it's seeing yeah. it like in a much more dark perspective would be really interesting yeah yeah because i wouldn't even mind that to make the maps look a little bit more colorful because you're right i mean it is a lot of browns and grays and um yeah and that's not necessarily a bad thing like no. that's not it's not realistically a bad thing especially for a game like this where you yeah. need to like you need to be able to see people yeah, <laughs> and like having everything be like in the same color scheme area helps mm -hmm. with that versus like changing the color schemes dramatically and then maybe like changing the outfits along with them like the base outfits mm -hmm. i could see that causing a little bit of issues but i'd be really interested to see this like like this map for example like at nighttime with maybe more fires or something like that would be really cool yeah yeah well night maps in the original insurgency were incredibly fun Mm -hmm. um you you had to be either really lucky or you had to actually have skill to succeed in uh night maps in the original insurgency <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I, I you know they have some things to work on more maps color yeah. schemes I, I would like to see more weapon selection um and i'd like to see more co-op game modes those are my those are my only things i just want more yeah <laughs> which isn't yeah. a bad thing to say about a game yeah, it doesn't look bad by any means. It just, I, it looks like they could take this in a lot of different directions that I'd be mm -hmm. interested in. Yeah.
Somebody it's just asked sexual. about evening maps. Uh, evening maps being like sunset or like sunrise. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see those. They like said uh, more like, yeah, anything that varies, anything that varies the, you know, the, the way the light is instead mm -hmm. of just midday, um, midday in a desert town. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, basically all I have for insurgency, unless you guys had any other questions you wanted to ask. Iron? Oh, no, I mean, they covered it pretty, pretty thoroughly. I'm just kind of like enamored by how really like it looks really really well done for such an yeah it really game. does yeah. it really does yeah and i believe like the base insurgency was really cheap too wasn't it oh yeah the base insurgency like i said that was a source game um they started mm -hmm. that out as a half-life mod um right and they've had some practice between this game and the base insurgency they uh put out another game called dave infamy that was um that started out as a um insurgency mod but as a world war ii um version where right with whereas mostly just a bunch of um it was mostly uh bolt action rifles which ba when uh people were talking about how they're gonna do battlefield one mm -hmm. and people were like so is this gonna be like a bunch of bolt action rifles and like they're no you're just reskinning these like these submachine guns to be obscure machine and like experimental guns for the time. This was basically oh, okay. what you wanted for battlefield one. Right. If you wanted like that high oh, skill, yeah. like your shot counts situation, mm -hmm. the, uh, Dave and me is what you wanted. Um, so yeah, that they've had practice. I think they've done a lot of really good work on this game. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Like it, it looks very well polished. I'm really surprised because yeah. even when I was, I was very curious about the first Insurgency, but I didn't end up playing it. But it did also look like it looked fairly polished for its time. It didn't look particularly bad. This yeah. actually looks like this could compare up to like a Battlefield title in terms of graphics, which is really impressive. Mm. <laughs> that's really that's really impressive, and that might actually be one of the reasons why they limit their maps. Yeah. How many uh, how many different weapon <laughs> classes are there? In there, it. so you have your um, commander and your observer, which are basically the same thing. Only one is reliant on the other. You mm -hmm. have your breacher, which the breacher has a um, has a available to them. They have a rifle, they have a submachine gun, and they have a shotgun. You then have okay. your rifleman, which have a variety of rifles, um, AKM. Um, SKS, M16, M4, FAL, um, the advisor, uh, they quote unquote, um, uh, the advisor uses, uh, <laughs> uh, different, uh, like foreign guns, foreign guns. So there's like the, there's a British bullpup in there. There's a Dragunov. Um, just kind of a, the advisor, I don't quite get what the purpose of having it is, um, mm -hmm. as a weapon, as a weapon class. Um, and then the, you have the marksman, which, you know, DMRs and bolt actions, and then you have your heavy gunner, which they do, um, you know, LMGs or, you know, whatever else. Mm -hmm. So you have some variety, like I said, but not much with the SMGs. 
which disappointed me. Um, you have the on the insurgents, uh, you have the Uzi, and then you have uh, a MP7 for the security forces um, in terms of SMGs. Um, somebody asked about what game modes. Um, the most there are three competitive game modes. Um, there's one called skirmish where you have three points that you have to take and then you have two points you need to destroy or either defend or destroy. You have push where you're either defending or you are attacking and you go from point to point to point. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have skirmish, push. That's the other one. I think there's domination. I want to say there's domination. My favorite game mode has always been... Um, no, there's no capture the flag. Um, my favorite game mode has... I've always had two uh, game modes that I really liked in the original Insurgency. One was Push, and then the other was... Um, uh, VIP, basically, where you had... Uh, where one team had to get one person to the other side of the map. Um, or to a certain extraction point before mm -hmm. uh, that person was either killed or uh, before time ran out. Um, and I didn't see that game mode here yet. So I'd, I'm looking forward to seeing that too, to have a VIP mode. Yeah. That's actually like a really interesting game mode. You don't see that in, in any of those other bigger titles, like an escort type thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the uh, the original insert or uh, yeah, the original insurgency had a lot of interesting game modes in it. Um, not to say that they're always populated, you know, game right. modes, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah, I don't know. It looks it looks really solid. I think we've I think we've covered this game very well. Yeah, needless to say. Yeah, like yeah, I like I said, I absolutely loved it. I love. I'll probably play more of it when I'm feeling better and have more time. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. We spent a solid almost hour on that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We covered that one just a little bit, too. And <laughs> yeah, that, was, that might be the most in-depth review of a game I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like I know everything about it. I feel like I can dive in head first now. Oh man. Um one okay, I do have one one other nitpicky thing I do want to mention. Okay. okay. I turn this I turn the master volume down. It's a very, very loud game. Very mm -hmm. loud. Turn the master volume down. But whenever I start the game, like the, the opening animatics are oh. still the same oh, volume. Ooh. They're yeah. still the same volume as before. Yeah. <laughs> They're still fucking loud. I'll sit here with my fucking headphones up. To what they were, you know, ready for a stream or some bullshit. And whoa, I'm just like, what the hell? I swear I run into that at least 90% of the time in every game. Like, it's it's just a thing. Just... I don't get it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much, but I feel you. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> that's the last thing I probably want to talk about on this game. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Iron, what have you been up to in terms of gaming on a budget? Uh, my, my biggest one is I, uh, I've, I always grew up kind of like loving the old school nostalgia, you know, side scroller 2D games. And so I ran into Cuphead. And, you know, Cuphead, you look mm -hmm. at it on YouTube videos, and you're like, oh, this game seems simple enough. You just shoot finger guns at people. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you get in on it, 
and it becomes the most frustrating game. It's like Dark Souls in the 30s. And I mean, you get a different, you know, you get a plethora of different weapons you can buy from the shop. Um, but not weapon. I mean, you're, it's your finger the whole time, but different, you know, finger guns you could use. And mm-hmm. you know, each one goes to, you know, different bosses better than the others do. Um, but it's a really, really interesting concept of a game because I actually was doing some reading into it and they did put like old animation cells over the game as they were making it and so like when you see all the little squigglies and stuff like that and it like it looks like a 1930s cartoon they're actually making it like that it was it's really really good game um the like the premise of it is you play as this guy named cuphead and his brother mugman if you're playing co-op and you go to uh the devil's casino and you're sitting there racking up money racking up money and he offers you you know the rest of everything that's in his vault if you can roll one more time on a good uh on a good roll and they roll snake eyes and in order to pay them back the devil sends them on a mission to collect the souls of these other debtors that have you know uh backed out on on paying him and so that's what you're doing the whole game is fighting these different bosses that are you know there's one that's a dragon one that's a genie and one that's a clown and and then you have your running gun levels to get more coins to try to buy better weapons and stuff but it is an incredibly difficult game it's the most fun I've ever had getting angry. <laughs> but I, yeah, it, no, it I've just, actually played it too. I know exactly what you mean. Oh, so you it, know? Yeah, no, I definitely know. <laughs> I a hundred percent feel you on this one. Well, um, there's this uh, there's this character in there called the Legendary Chalice, and you go and you rescue her from these different things. Um, and whatever you do, you get new super arts, which are um, you know like your ultimate weapons. Well, they're releasing a DLC where you can actually play as her. Uh, it's supposed to be dropping in January, but we'll see what happens with that. But that's I'm really, really looking forward to that. And it, it, the first time I ran through it, it took me weeks to you know weeks, maybe even a month to finish it. But mm-hmm. it's boring because once you start, once you beat the game and you go back through and start beating it again, it's like you can clear the whole game in an hour and a half. Yeah, it's yeah. It's crazy how you can adapt to it. But you got to stay on point, otherwise you're gonna get really pissed off when that uh, <laughs> that DLC drops. Oh my gosh, yeah, man, That's I, love, I played it. I played it probably about a year ago, I believe. I can't, I played it like not that much later after it came out, mm-hmm. and I really love the art. I absolutely love the art, but oh my god, that game is like it will drive you nutty if you yeah. let it. Oh yeah, it will you drive you insane. Call? Like, you'd think playing co-op would make it, like, I mean, if not easier, at least at the same level. But what I think they end up doing when you do co-op is they increase, like, the boss's levels by, like, 300% instead of just, like, double. (laughs) Because me and a buddy tried to run through it, and I'd already, you know, I'd got to the point where I could beat it within about a couple hours. And me and Mm -hmm. him start playing, and we can't do anything. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah. So, co-op's actually a lot more difficult. So I have a question for you, for both of you. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it, so let me just put that there. But you said there's a DLC, um, DLC coming out soon. Do you think, from either of your perspectives, is it worth picking up the DLC and going back to the game? Ryan, would you? Because I know you said you haven't played it in a while. Would you go? Would you I... pick up the DLC, DLC and play it again? I probably would. I don't see why I wouldn't. I found the game to be a lot of fun. So like playing it'd probably be the same way that i'd treat dark souls is like 
I I enjoy the game. And like when DLC is like thrown in, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of just have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you just kind of like, well, I got I got to do this. Like I've already beat the game. I have to like beat this part, too. Maybe like I'm just a little bit too competitive in that little aspect, mm-hmm. but I probably would end up getting it and then just playing through it again that I could see that happening. It, you um, could do it like almost like a story refresher leading up to it because it's supposed to be like a con, you know, a good continuation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and I would definitely. I mean, it has a lot of replayability value to me, just because you can you can try beating you know challenge yourselves by beating these bosses with gun you know finger guns that may not be ideal for beating them. And right. Sometimes that gets really tough because hmm. there's no OP you know finger gun. You have one that's super powerful, but it's not automatic. You have to charge it and fire it every time, and then you have the one that actually chases them down, but it's super mm. weak. So yeah. it's like no OP firearm in it yeah yeah everything is really diverse and like you can kind of just you can try to use anything really to win but a lot of things are very blatantly better for certain situations than others so mm-hmm. like there's certain times where you need to stay on one side of the screen and like you need to like face away because if you like walk too far back you're gonna get wrecked but mm-hmm. like there's certain weapons that will attack backwards and that really helps out for those situations or things like that weapons where you don't necessarily need to focus on like where to aim as well and just mm-hmm. focus on like platforming and just trying to stay alive more than anything um yeah i i do agree that's probably one of the spots where i really find a lot of replayability is like trying to use a different weapon for a different circumstance see how it goes maybe like it probably won't work out as well but it might like you might be able to play the game differently in that sense and that's pretty cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the one of the best parts about the game is when you get to go through and see the absolute blatant ripoff of other like classical games. Like, there's this one <laughs> boss in there. He's called uh, Doctor Cal's Robot, and it looks like the most blatant ripoff of Doctor Robotnik from the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. <laughs> and, like, I mean, he's like this this doctor with like this crazy wild hair, and he even holds out these giant gems that shoot stuff at you, like the Chaos Emeralds. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> They they ripped that off like Fortnite ripped off their dances. <laughs> oh yes, yes, their lawsuit is coming from from Backpack Kid and Mario. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> uh, um, so you said they're supposed to drop that January. Did they announce like how much they are planning on doing for DLC with Cuphead? Do you know? I. I couldn't imagine they haven't announced a price on it yet, but with the game itself only being twenty dollars, I can't imagine the DLC being very expensive, maybe five or ten. Yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, with my experience on a lot of games I've played that are twenty dollars in that that price range, if the DLC mm-hmm. had come out, it's usually that because uh, Layers of Fear is it's a like a playthrough kind of walkthrough survival horror game. Like mm-hmm. you don't actually have yeah. to run and hide and stuff. It's almost like a tell your own story thing. They released a DLC for it. It was only like four or five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you, do they announce how many DLCs are going to do for it? Or are they just going to do the one? Or are they? I think they may end up playing that by ear because they haven't really set in stone. Like if the second DLC does really good numbers, they might mm-hmm. go ahead and do another. Cause from what I've understood, it wasn't an incredibly expensive game to make. Um, yeah. It was a little tasking making it look that old using actual old animation cells and stuff but mm. when it comes right. to actual cost of the game itself it wasn't that expensive to make okay hmm. 
interesting. So that'll be something for Cuphead fans to pay attention to. I, I Cuphead did not interest me in any way. Um, <laughs> it. I first off, I'm not a big, huge fan of those games that are meant to uh, induce rage. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, the the mechanics of it just didn't interest me that much uh, either. Yeah, I can understand that. I don't know. I found it to be a blast. Yeah, it. it I, I enjoy watching people play it. I enjoy watching people get angry and frustrated with it. I just knew that wasn't going to be me. <laughs> I have a, it allows you to just let it for a while. Yeah. So if I want to scream at something, I'm going to play this. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Anything else on, on the Cuphead and Cuphead DLC? Uh, I I do know that uh that the Legendary Chalice character is actually going to be a playable character, but they have been so vague mm. with any mm-hmm. details. All, all they know is that she's going to be playable mm-hmm. um, because they put her, instead of being a floaty ghost, she's like wears bloomers and high heels now. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing being that it's called like the delicious last course. And that's all the details I've ever been able, I've been able to find. Yeah. So I mean, far. I'm even looking it up right now. Cause I wanted to see if I could find any more information and they are super vague. On, yeah, I would like, like, I'd like to be able details. to like make you or let you pick between the three of them, you know, cause you're going to have cuphead Mugman, and miss chalice, right. uh, all as characters. And I'm, I'm hoping maybe it would, uh, it would allow you to pick them that way. And, you know, cause you back in the day, some people actually wanted to be Luigi, but you had to play two-player to get him. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same concept, but maybe let you actually pick them. Yeah. Because there wasn't any actual difference between the Mugman and Cuphead, right? Right. No. no, there was zero difference. Yeah. Other than the color, and one had a bigger nose. Yeah. <laughs> Would there be a yeah. difference with this character, possibly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're planning on doing, like, different moves as well as, like, mm-hmm. New weapons, um, charms to like certain equipables, and like obviously different bosses and stuff like that. There's plans to make this like a more unique character, mm-hmm. but like aside from that, I don't actually because I'm even looking up like one of the things right now, and they don't really talk about how they're going to make it unique. Hmm. Just that it's going to be different. Yeah, there's but, no uh, higher jump or like 1.5 or you know 0.5 times speed boost to this character as opposed to the others or anything like that if if anything i'd be more like it probably is weapon based more than yeah. anything like the attacks are probably like in their own unique way mm-hmm. um i'm curious to see how they do it yeah but... i like how they're playing it so close to the chest too like it, it's kind of neat with it more than likely being so inexpensive it kind of yeah. drives that like want to like out yeah. of curiosity mm-hmm. you know yeah rather than just straight up being like this is how it plays decide if you want it it's like new character yeah, yeah. Play it. <laughs> so i think that's really great yeah i think that's super cool cool anything else on this at all uh i think that's it i'm, I'm it, looking it, up things right now i'm not really seeing too much on it but it sounds great i'm hyped <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's it's a lot of fun, and I've always been you know personally huge fan of diverse characters in games. You know, like mm-hmm. you know whether it be bosses, that's why I was always a huge Final Fantasy fan with the the uh, summons and stuff. So that with all the different diverse bosses you have, because I mean, God, you have six bosses per island, three islands, so you have a huge diversity, and even some of the bosses you have to get in an airplane in 
go after mm-hmm. him and shoot him down and stuff. It, it's really neat getting to see all the different characters. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, sounds super neat. You guys want to move on to our one news story that we have right now? <laughs> <laughs> which which news story is it? Is um, it Subnautica? Because oh, I think that's a fantastic news story. Oh, yeah, go ahead and talk about that real quick. Yeah, so Subnautica is currently free on the Epic Games Store. It's free until Christmas. So if you've ever even thought about playing Subnautica, get Subnautica. All you mm-hmm. have to do is just go into the Epic Games Store. It should just be totally free. I even tried to see if there's anything weird about it. It seems totally, like, normal. Like, you just go in yeah, and it's buy keep, it for right? zero dollars. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, I played it before. I had a ton of fun with it. I had a blast with it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't get to finish it because my save file corrupted at the last 10 minutes of the game. But, but I really enjoyed it. I found it to be a great exploration. Um, it's not something I like thought i would like mm-hmm. because i'm not particularly a big fan of like water in games just in general swimming i kind of hate so i thought i wouldn't like it and i ended up loving it it even ended up being like its own sort of like horror mm-hmm. thing going on with it but i found it to be great i found it to be fucking fantastic so yeah i believe it has like a nine out of ten as a review rating i would just I, w- I would say yes. Like, without a doubt, you should just get it. Mm-hmm. I don't see a reason why not. It's kind of one of Epic Games' like pushes to try to like compete with Steam, and I'm totally down with that. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, Super Meat Boy is coming out afterwards, like immediately after mm-hmm. um, Subnautica is free to play. So, yeah, get the game. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, I do. Ha- I have a question about that. Um, so, you know, currently I'm a console gamer. I have a mm-hmm. little tiny booty laptop and yep. i'm wanting to get you know i'm going to build me a pc could i buy that game and just have it stashed away in a library and download yes. it on the other pc later yes yeah. yes yeah, okay yeah. Then, absolutely <laughs> yeah you should have no problem with that whatsoever yeah um it kind of more than anything it also makes me wonder so steam used to i don't know if they still do but they used to have um certain games for free like mm-hmm. during christmas mm-hmm. um i know i got portal 2 for free from that I believe I even got Left 4 Dead 2 for free from that. Um, I'm curious to see if they do anything. I'm really, I'm intrigued. I hope they do. Um, but for now, Subnautica is a great free get. <laughs> Just get it. It's a good time. I I don't know. It was a lot more fear-inducing than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. But it was, a, it was a great adventure. I had a blast with it. I, I don't consider it to have a lot of replayability. Because I tried to replay it through, and I just couldn't. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't go through with it. A lot of the things are, like, in the same place. It's not really a procedurally generated map. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of swap locations at the start sometimes, but realistically, it's not that big of a deal. So, like, if you end up finding out where certain blueprint areas are, you kind of just know it's in that direction. So, in terms of replayability, not so great. In terms of just like a first time playthrough, though, absolutely recommend. It was a great experience. I had a blast with it. So my nice. little brother has thalassophobia, with you know the the fear of the like open water. Yes, so I really want to bring him over. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh man, yeah. No, there's giant monsters that'll eat your face, like giant monsters. Like absolutely, like there's a giant ship that like is part of the plot. I'm not gonna go super into detail. It's probably. It's just, it's 
it's around the height mm. like of it you know laying down it's it's up there in terms of size it'll eat you yeah if you're in a ship it'll eat the ship it's bad um but it's a ton of fun is there a vr version for that game i don't remember yes there is yeah that'd be yeah. more interesting to put your brother into that would be nightmare fuel that sounds terrifying <laughs> oh man oh man so yeah good okay. pick that up if you uh want i gotta remember to do that after the podcast here um it's a ton of fun we were talking about in, someone mentioned that it feels like epic is trying to take steam down a little bit uh apparently discord is uh taking some more shots here in the mm -hmm. distribution war for pc games uh, and they announced what they're doing is that they're going to be doing a um, they're going to allow developers to self-publish games on their platform and offer a 90-10 revenue split with the developers, meaning developers get 90% of the uh, revenue. Um, and some of their uh, some of the shit that uh, Discord has said, <laughs> which I just find funny because it's so like obviously like fight me, bro is. Why does it mm -hmm. co quote? Why does it cost thirty percent to distribute games? Uh, let's see. Turns out it does not cost thirty percent to distribute games in twenty eighteen. We discovered we can build amazing <laughs> developer tools, run them, and give developers the majority of the revenue share. <laughs> just very oh, much man. like just shots across the bow at Steam. It was really weird because mm -hmm. when you read the article, you could physically hear them. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just, pew, 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 just <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> and we've oh, talked, man. we've talked about uh, the Discord, um, the Discord uh, Nitro, and mm -hmm. the uh, other parts of the Discord uh, store. And at least Ryan and I, we we've kind of come to the opinion that we don't think this is going to do much. Yeah. I think I think it's a great thing for the consumer, yeah. but I realistically don't think it's going to like do much impact. Mm -hmm. I think more than anything, I think Epic Games has more of a shot. Yeah, but like. It's cool that Discord's trying. I yeah. think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Seems good. It doesn't take anything off my back, so I'm happy with it. Yeah, right. That's going to be where it's going to be hard to compete on a, on a level of, you know, the consumer, because I mean, sure, you'll have some people publish on there, but you got, you know, bigger companies. Like uh, in the article, I think it was talking about like Blizzard has their own, you know, so mm -hmm. it's we'll have these smaller mm -hmm. games on there, but the consumer isn't going to be paying a different price. It's just the publisher that's going to be getting it. So the consumer that doesn't even right. know about the article probably wouldn't bat an eye to it. Yeah. Um, I think that like something else that could be cool. I don't think it'll happen, but it'd be super neat. Um, Since there's such like a price differential between the two, if they start lowering prices on Discord. Mm hmm. That like on be... games on discord i'm that might raise an eye yeah. <laughs> i'll be intrigued you'll catch me with that one mm -hmm. um but i don't think it will happen that would just be really cool though like if you i could choose to buy like a 60 dollar game on steam or a 50 dollar game on uh discord mm -hmm. right yeah you're gonna catch my interest on that one especially if it's a game i'm really excited for yeah i just have a hard time seeing this as something that i could that'll pull me away from steam uh and into yeah. discord more i still haven't even picked anything up off the discord store just to see how it works mm -hmm. um right 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, it, I'm of the opinion that it's a good thing that this is yeah. happening. But I doubt any real change is going to happen. In, in terms of, like, things that would be great and probably make a change, I think that would be, like, the one thing mm -hmm. that realistically would make a difference in my mind. Yeah. I um, think... Go ahead. No, that's basically it. Oh. It's, uh, like, maybe price cuts. That's really, like... Yeah. Pro yeah. yeah, progress to me is slow, and I have a hard time seeing consumers want to move out of their old habits, right? Because they know a safe mm -hmm. place to buy games is Steam. Yeah. Relatively safe. Um, yeah, especially considering every other launcher that you hear about has, mm -hmm. like, their own really weird terms of service. I'm looking at you, Bethesda. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, uh, uh, that, that's another issue for me personally, yeah. Ryan, uh, Bethesda launcher. What what issues for what game did you experience? <laughs> it's fine. I don't want to talk about it. There's thought and anger he was just then. It's, it's I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Mm -mm. Can we go for six okay. weeks? <laughs> Can we go oh for God. six weeks? Oh, man. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I have a hard time seeing this being have I, I would like to see more progress made in, in diversifying and toppling steam mm -hmm. down a little bit simply because that would be better yeah. for consumers. But I have a hard time seeing this as a as a move. I think it's yeah. going to help. I think in the long run, it's certainly going to help them because it's going to make more developers want to put their stuff on the platform because. Mm -hmm. Well, might as well have it there. And I don't know how many exclusivity deals they have. I can right. I can imagine some sort of Discord exclusivity um, being a pain in the ass for developers where it's like, well, if we put it on here, we get that 90-10 split, but how much are we really going to make on Discord? Um, yeah, as opposed considering to like, yeah, considering the amount of people that buy things from Discord is significantly less than any other yeah. platform. I can just imagine that. Um, yeah, I, I could definitely see that being like a big issue for yeah. a lot of uh, developers. So if I were Discord, I would not sign as many exclusivity deals and just try to keep prices lower mm -hmm. to attract the uh, to attract con uh, consumers over there, so that, you know they can get the games that they want anywhere else. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a good point. Why would I switch if I already have so much invested in Steam already? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not necessarily that big of a deal. Like, mm -hmm. you can have both, obviously. But, like, one of them wants to clearly take over the other one's job. It's very <laughs> <Yeah>. blatant. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's... I, I still feel like Discord's kind of overextending their reach on it. Like, it mm -hmm. seems weird in my mind that Discord even sells games. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not opposed yeah, I'm not opposed. It's just weird. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I hope that it just causes a price difference in games. Yeah, hopefully. And 2019 ends up being the time where like devs get more of a cut, and then they also drop game prices. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> right. I was thinking about that. It would. You'd think for Discord, it would be harder for them to drop the prices if they're taking such a smaller, you know, a smaller cut right. of the, mm -hmm. the publishing price, anyways. Yeah. The revenue. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this how this pans out for him. I think it's a good move. It's certainly a good PR move. I mean, I didn't mm -hmm. even mention that. I mean, it just 
like good PR juju for Discord here. Um, for a company that's sort of a company that can take some bad PR. I'll mm-hmm. say that. They get some bad PR uh, yeah. so every so often. Um, so this is yeah. good PR juju for them, I'm sure. I mean, like, these are probably, like, the top three things that are realistically used in terms of games. I mean, like, Steam, Epic Games, and Discord. Not even so much for games, but just for voice. Like, it's just a, such a common platform at this point. Like, those are the three things people just normally have installed. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. I, it's better than, like, I don't know, Origin. <laughs> <laughs> if Origin was really going to make a push, I would be the most not into it. Mm-hmm. I am a big hater of Origin. <laughs> Absolutely hate Origin. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's great. I think that's fine. I don't think it's going to really amount to much, but, like, cool, I guess, that yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling, too. And, of course, we can't forget the... Um... We can't forget the whole, uh, what is it? The Microsoft store too. Can't uh, remember the Microsoft store is there for all the people that want to play there. That's okay. For all the people that want to play. That one's kind of a necessity for me. <laughs> yeah. So you're uh, on Xbox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you, we were talking before the show about the game pass and you seem to really enjoy that. Yeah, the Game Pass is, is really cool. It's like Netflix for Xbox games. You mm-hmm. know, you pay ten bucks a month and you have access to over a hundred games and a lot of big titles. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have all the Halos, all the Gears of War, the Master Chief collections on there, and then um, some of the some of the popular multiplayer's like Rocket League is on there. Mm-hmm. But then you also mm-hmm. get access to some really cool indie games. Um, I, from what I understand, I think it is like PS Now. Um, yeah, I was actually kind of curious. I hope this is okay if I ask. Um. Is it when you choose a game, do you actually download it? Because in PS Now, you stream it, and there's kind of like, there's kind of a difference in terms of quality. Like, you're not playing it from a disc, or it's not downloaded to your, like, console. So you kind of lose a bit of quality in terms of, like, how it looks and things like that. Yeah, no, these uh, are fully downloaded. I had to go get a four okay. terabyte external hard drive just for my Xbox. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, got you. took up a lot of room. <laughs> but yeah, you actually do download it. And then like if you let it expire, it just locks them. And then when you re-up it, you oh. can start playing them over again. Oh, okay. Got you. When, when you said locks, them, I was like, wait, does that mean I can't delete it? <laughs> wait, uh, no, you, can, you can still delete it. You just can't like okay. turn it on. Yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds super dope. Um, I've never really been super opposed to like PS Now or Game Pass. The one thing I just don't like about PS Now is since they're only streamed, like you'll play games that you can clearly run if you download them at like 1080p. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what if you want 720? And it's like, (laughs) no, what if I don't want that? Let me download it, please. (laughs) Hope that's okay. Please. Oh, man. But yeah. I'm super into it. I think it's a great deal for like console gamers for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like especially like you said, being able to, to play it. To be able to download them, you know. Yes. And then also if you download them in because eventually some games will cycle out, like some of the other games mm-hmm. that are like third party publishers, not you know, Xbox exclusives like the Halos. Um, they will eventually cycle out the same way they do on Netflix. Um but you could if you play it turns out you really like it you actually get a good deal on buying it for having game pass as well you you get like you know anywhere from 25 to 50 percent off just for having game pass 
<laughs> sounds super cool. Um, somebody asked a question. Uh, do you have to have the gold membership for the Xbox to have the Game Pass? I'm, I believe so. I'm not entirely positive on that one. I would say probably. I, I've I've had them both, so I don't know without the other. Um, I would say it's probably a fair assumption. Yeah, because even for PS Now, I believe it's the same situation where you have to have like their PlayStation Plus in order to get that. I think I'm not sure on that so don't don't trust my word as like gold yeah but like i believe that's the case mm -hmm. um but yeah cool well anything else you guys wanted to talk about i think i'm good i think i'm all good you guys want to go back to talking about insurgency <laughs> <laughs> you know i think I think I'm fine. I think I've talked about it. <laughs> I think I know the ins and outs of a game I've never played before. That's, yeah, I've got a few right. hours. Cool. So when I go to fire it up, it'll say I automatically already logged 16 hours of gameplay. Like, oh, wow, I'm level five already? I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> That's you get the little pop-up box in the corner. Hey, you remember that time? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, if we don't have anything else to talk about, let's go on ahead and start doing our plugs and uh, getting out, um, getting out of here. Uh, Ren, where can people find you? Where are they gonna? What are they gonna find when they get there? And uh, all that good stuff. Hi. So I'm Ren. Um, I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash renditions. I'm playing Skyrim heavily modded well semi-heavily modded all month. We're raising money for the Red Cross. I believe we're at four hundred sixty dollars right now. We still have another like week and a half to go. So we're doing really good. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Awesome. Seems good. All right. Iron Road Gaming, where can people find you and what are they going to find when they get there? Well, you can find me here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Iron Road Gaming. Uh, typically, I, I play a lot of Overwatch, but I try to vary it up. Having access to the Game Pass, I try to play something different as often as possible just to mix it up. Um, and then, but also next month, we are going to be uh, doing a 24-hour charity stream for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention that we're really excited about. Um, we're right going to be putting on, together like, a small team of people to, to try to help promote it. Um, we did the Charity for the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation back on Black Friday um, and raised $1,020 for that. And that's actually the story behind this, why this is all green. Um, <laughs> and so we, you know, we decided... And when I say we, I mean like this little like click that we've kind of formed, you know, that you tend to do on Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, we decided that's what we kind of want to do is try to help people with with stuff. So that's the direction we're heading. That's awesome, dude. Awesome. Right on. Um, what other links uh, do you want? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, anything else you want to promote? Push out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Even We even have a Facebook page that somebody else set up, so I don't really – you could ignore that. Um but you, it just <laughs> at Iron Road Gaming on any social media platform you'll find. Awesome. Yeah, guys, follow him, support him, especially with all of his charity causes. Support Ren with all of his charity causes as well. Um, coming up on my channel this week, uh, probably absolutely nothing. Um, I haven't been feeling well. I've been pretty uh, tired and stressed out lately. So I'm going to take a week <laughs> to recoup, um, recoup myself, especially with being sick. Um, and not wanting to be more than like 20 feet away from a toilet at any uh, given point in time. <laughs> um, 
So considering you, next week is Christmas. Yeah, next week is Christmas, Sorry. which uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure if we're doing a podcast for next week. Uh, we'll, me and Ryan will have to discuss that. Uh, <laughs> or if we'll move it a day later or something like that. We're not sure. You can just record an hour and a half of you talking about insurgency. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yeah, just do that. That'll be great. Um, so follow the podcast on Twitter at NTN Pod. Make sure you guys uh, support the show by telling your friends about us. Um, going to Apple Podcasts, going to um, Spotify, whatever your preferred podcatcher is. Uh, go ahead and follow us. We also have our YouTube. Um, you can go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. If there's nothing else, guys, we can call this good. Yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm Sounds good. good to me. All right. Bye. Bye.